The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Relive the classic days of the Old West with the best in old-time radio westerns. From gunslinging cowboys to heroic sheriffs, these radio dramas will transport you back to a time of adventure and mystery. Enjoy a vast selection of stories and episodes that will keep you entertained for hours. Make sure to check out our show notes for more information about these episodes. So join us and experience the best in cowboy classic old-time radio westerns. Gunsmoke, brought to you by L&M Filters. This is it. L&M is best, stands out from all the rest. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gunsmoke, starring William Conrad, the transcribed story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Come in, Marshal. Come in. Hello, Teeters. Uh, you got time to give me a haircut? You're the only customer I've had in an hour, Marshal. Uh-huh. You hang your coat and your gun belt right over there. I'll get things ready for you. Okay. 
Say, haven't seen you around town lately, Marshal. Well, I've been over in Abilene for a week. I just got back late last night. Oh, must come in on the midnight Santa Fe, huh? Yeah, that's right. I wish I could get out of Dodge once in a while. Well, not the way I have to do it, you wouldn't. Maybe you're right, Marshal. Maybe you're right. Hey, this is a new chair you got, isn't it? Yes, sir. The finest barber's chair west of St. Louis. <laughs> Pretty fancy. Here, try it. Ah. Comfortable? Well, I'll tell you after I find out if you've raised your prices to pay for it. Here, let me get this cloth over you. Here you are. Haircut's still a quarter, Marshal. What about shaves? <laughs> the price of a shave's gone up a dime, Marshal. A dime? Now, Marshal, you wouldn't stand in the way of progress for the sake of a dime, would you? Yeah, but who's progress? Hmm. Anyway, you don't need a shave, not today. <laughs> That's a good thing. See, Marshal... You know Mabel over at the Long Branch. Yeah. Well, last Wednesday night... Oh, take a chair, stranger. I'll be with you in a few minutes. Last Wednesday in night... a few minutes? Yeah, that's right. You're next. Right in line. Barber. What? I ain't next. Why, of course you are. Nobody's ahead of you. I said I ain't next. You mean you won't wait? That's right. Oh, I sure you wait. will. I work fast. It won't be longer than ten minutes at the most. Now, you just sit down. I'll I want to be... shave. I want to right now. You can cut his hair later. What? You heard me. Now, look, mister, you don't know who you're... Shut up, Teters. Get out of that chair, mister. Take this sheet off of me, Teters. All right. There. Okay, mister, I'm out. Then move. I want to sit down. You don't understand... I don't understand what. I didn't get out of that chair so as you could have it. You're going to be troublesome, ain't you? I am. And there isn't much you can do about it. Isn't there? You don't see very well, mister. What? I'm not wearing a gun. It's hanging on the wall over there. You going to shoot an unarmed man in front of a witness? Go get your gun. Put it on. No. Do it. You lick, mister. How are you going to make me do it? Shoot me? Put your gun on. I don't like killings, but if you don't turn around and walk out that door, I'm going to half kill you with my fists. Now get moving. All right. You got me this time, but next time you'll be wearing a gun. It'll be some different then. Goodness, Marshal, you took an awful chance. Who was he, Teters? I never saw him before, but he might have killed you, Marshal. Now, that would have been murder. You can get hung for murder. Now, quit shaking. Let's get this haircut over with. He won't be back. Uh, hello, Mr. Dillon. Hello, Chester. I was looking for you. Well, I've been right here in the office the past half hour. Yes, I know. I'm past the barbershop. Teeters told me. And he told me how you handled that fellow, too. Oh, did he? Teeters described him to me, Mr. Dillon. I know who he is. You do? He come here about a week ago, just after you went to Abilene. Oh, what's his name? Springer. Nate Springer. What? Yes, sir, that's right, Mr. Dillon. You sure that was Nate Springer? It couldn't have been nobody else. Why? You said you don't know him? I've heard about him. 
You have? Where? All over. Nate Springer's got quite a reputation. Was a gunman, you mean? Yeah, he's a gunman. They say he's the most nerveless gunman that ever lived. He's all ice. Bad Masterson told me once that out in Arizona, a man got the drop on him and Springer started to laugh. The man asked him what he was laughing about and Springer said he'd never had before and he didn't want to die without seeing what it was like. Well, forevermore. What happened? It's kind of hard to shoot a man who's enjoying his first laugh. Yeah. My. Well, I'll be darned. What do you suppose he's doing in Dodge? Springer's a killer. A paid killer. That's all he's ever done anywhere. Then why don't you go arrest him? Well, he's not wanted that I know of. There are no circulars out on him. Well, but you can't wait till he kills somebody. No. I can't put him in jail till he does. This is it, L&M filters. It stands out from all the rest. Miracle tip, much more flavor. L&M's got everything. It's the best. Yes, L&M is best. Stands out from all the rest. L&M stands out for flavor. 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 The miracle tip draws easy. You enjoy all the taste. And notice how mild it is. L&M stands out for effective filtration. 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 No filter compares with L&M's pure white miracle tip. L&M's got everything. L&M, light and mild. America's best filter tip cigarette. Another cup of coffee, Matt? Well, I'll take time, Doc. That's good. Here you are, then. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Well, things pretty wild up in Abilene? Well, it's still a camp with a hair on, Doc. Worse than Dodge? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. Mm-hmm. And I'll stay here. Oh, why? You're usually complaining about Dodge. I'm thinking about business, Matt. Business. What's there to do in a peaceful town? Oh, aside from delivering a baby now and then and setting a broken leg. <laughs> you know, sometimes you sound pretty bloodthirsty, Doc. I don't do the shooting, Matt. It's men like that Nate Springer you were telling me about. He, uh, he's sitting over there in the corner, Doc. He is? Where? There. Alone with his back to the wall. Oh, my, he looks like a killer. Already. He is. Yeah. You see how he keeps turning around? And... Oh, it's like he thinks everybody in this room is his enemy. man like that doesn't have friends. Oh, 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 oh. he's getting up, man. He's... Oh, well, he's coming this way. Yeah. He hasn't finished his dinner. You better turn around, Doc. <clears throat> okay. But you keep your eye on him. I don't like that man. Hey, you... Me? What was you staring at me for? I wasn't staring at you. 
No man stares at me without a reason. I don't like it. I want to know why he was doing it. Oh, now, look here, mister. You're getting yourself all upset over nothing. Now, you ruin your dinner working yourself up this Tell way. me why you were staring at me. I'll put a hole in you. I'll do it. Well, you're awful jumpy for a big gunman. Tell me, I said. Hold it, Springer. <laughs> you getting into this, mister? I am. Who are you, anyway? Matt Dillon. Dillon? That's right. I knew I'd run into you sooner or later. Oh, why? My line of work, there's always some lawman wanting to interfere. Sure. And it'll happen here, Springer. You kill anybody. Fair fights. Fair fighting. Not when you're paid to pick a fight with a man. Like I said, Marshal, I knew I'd run into you. Springer, when I find out who you're after, I can probably find out who's paying you. And I'll jail you and him both. Gonna lose a lot of sleep trying to find out, Marshal. I can stand it. You're the one that needs sleep, Springer. A lot of it. Without any bad dreams. <laughs> oh, well. Looks like the man of ice is starting to melt, man. Yeah. You know, something's happening to him, Doc. And whatever it is, it isn't good. Kitty. I didn't see you, Matt. Sit down, if you got time. I don't have to go to work till after sundown. Good. Guess I might as well sit here and watch Front Street with you as do anything else. <laughs> a little air is good for you. Ah, uh, and a lot of it would be even better. Well, you ought to buy a horse, Kitty. Take a ride up the river every day or so. I'm too broke, Matt. Well, I'll lend you one. I got a little bay that's pretty gentle. Oh, imagine having more than one horse. <laughs> that's about all the government gives me, Kitty. A couple of cheap horses. I've seen you riding your own. Well, I gotta keep him in shape in case I decide to quit. The day you quit, that horse will be as old as a man. <laughs> I hope you're right, Kitty. Hey, look, Matt. What? Walking down the middle of the street. Yeah, uh, Springer. Now, who'd expect a man like Springer to have a little yellow dog? I don't know the dog's his, Kitty. Maybe he's just following him. He's right at his heel. I don't think Springer knows it. Oh, he's trying to sniff at him. <laughs> Matt, he shot him. Poor little dog, he didn't do anything. I'll be back, Kitty. Well, what do you want, Marshal? It's just a dog. Did you think he was going to bite you, Springer? He might have. How do I know? I don't know what it was. Could have been anything. Or anybody. I knew it wasn't a man. But you just said Who it. Who cares what I said? That dog shouldn't have been sniffing around. Not around you, that's for sure. Well, why don't you go get a drink, Springer? I think you need one. I don't drink, Marshal. Never. Huh? You don't have any vices, do you? Marshal. Nothing. Go ahead.
mad? Is he crazy or something? I don't know, Kelly. Well, he's the meanest man I ever saw. He didn't shoot that dog out of meanness. No? Why, then? He's jumpy. Well, if he's that jumpy, nobody need worry about him. He's more dangerous now than the way everybody tells me he used to be. What do you mean? Suppose instead of a dog sniffing at his heel, it had been a man who just happened to bump into him. Uh, I'd hate to be the man. He'd probably get killed. That's right. Then Springer shouldn't be carrying a gun, Matt. Yeah, I know. Well, why don't you take it off him or run him out of town? If I did that, whoever's paying him would just hire another gunman, Kitty. The only way to stop this killing is to find out who that is. Well, I hope you do before it's too late. That night, I had Chester follow Springer around, keep an eye on him. But all he did was to buck the faro bank for a few hours and then go to bed earlier than the most respectable citizens. The next day, Chester went back to trailing him while I sat in the office and tried to figure a way to trap him and to tell him who'd hired him. By mid-afternoon, I was no further than when I'd started. The only idea I had was to choke it out of him. Mr. Dillon? Yeah, what is it, Chester? That doggone Nate Springer, he almost shot a girl over there. What? A girl over at the Alpha Ganza. What do you mean, he almost shot her? Well, sir, he stayed in his room all morning till just before noon. Never mind that. What about the girl? That's what I'm getting to. And then just after noon, he went over to the Alpha Ganza and started gambling. He was sitting at a table in the corner with his back again, one of them wooden windows. Uh-huh. Well, one of the girls that works here, well, I guess she needed some air... So she slipped in behind Springer's chair and started pushing on that shutter. It's a wonder she got that far. He was raking in a pot. But when he heard her, I never seen a man move so fast, Mr. Dillon. Why, that poor girl near fainted the way he jumped around at her. She's lucky she didn't get shot. He had his six-gun stuck right in her face. He was within a hair of letting go of that hammer. And then when he saw who it was, oh, he started cussing her something fierce. Well, he's getting worse. He's going to kill somebody, sure, acting that way. Yeah. And it won't even be the one he come here to kill. Oh, fancy him about to shoot a woman. Well, I guess I can't wait any longer, Chester. What you going to do? I'm going to try to shame him first. That doesn't make him talking. I'm going to have to run him out of town. L&M is best. Stands out from all the rest. L&M's got everything. Everything? Everything. Best flavor? L&M stands out for flavor. The miracle tip draws easy. Let you enjoy all the taste. Best filter? L&M stands out for effective filtration. No filter compares with L&M's pure white miracle tip for quality or effectiveness. Best tobacco? Highest quality tobaccos. Low nicotine tobaccos. L&M tobaccos. Light and mild. Every way, L&M is best. Stands out from all the rest. How easy they draw. How mild they are. L&M's got everything. King size or regular, L&M is America's best filter tip cigarette.
know, Mr. Dillon, I can't help thinking all your friends who told you about Nate Springer was mighty poor judges. He's about the uncoolest gunman I ever saw. I agree about that, Chester. Uh, who told you about him last? I don't remember. Been two or three years. Well, maybe it was just a lot of rumor. You know how talk gets started sometimes. Now, Wyatt Earp was the first man who told me about him. Oh. Look, uh, when we get inside here, you go to the bar and stay there, huh? Yes, sir. There he is, Mr. Dillon. I see him. All right, sir. Springer. Springer, come over here. Game's over, Springer, for good. What does that mean? Get out of Dodge. Well, If you've been paid in advance, you better give him his money back. You're not going to earn it. You're saying I ain't? It's an hour to sundown. You'll be out of town before dark. It's a long time since a man's talked to me like that, Marshal. How long's it been since a dog scared you into shooting him? Uh, since you drew on a woman, huh? You lost your nerve, Springer. You aren't going to kill anybody. Shut up. Yeah, I'll shut up. If you tell me who hired you. No. Then who are you supposed to kill? I won't tell you. Okay, I didn't think you would. But you'll be out before dark, Springer. And don't ever come back. Ever. standing out here for? <laughs> Why aren't you inside with your feet on your desk the way you usually are? <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody, Doc. Oh? Oh, you sound serious. It's Nate Springer. He's got about 20 minutes to leave town. Oh, is that so? Well, he finally had to come around here, then. He's still in the Alifraganza over there. If he doesn't come out before dark, I'm going in after him. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh-uh. Here comes somebody, then. Huh? Oh, that's Chester. Oh, yes. Is there going to be a shooting, man? I doubt it, Doc. Springer's already back down. Well, you never know. I'm going to get my things ready, just in case. Sure, Doc. Hey, Mr. Dillon, I thought I'd better come tell you. What, Chester? Springer's been bellied up at that bar for the last half hour. He has? He's been taking on one glass after another. Uh, Doc was right. You never know. What? He's getting ready to use his gun, Chester. And I'm going over and stop him. Hey, look. You just come out. Yeah. 
He's headed this way. You'll stay here. you didn't drink, Springer. I never did before. Well, you started too late. You haven't time to find your man. You're leaving town. I've found him. What? You. You I'm going to kill. Who hired you, Springer? Let's draw, Marshal. I feel like it now. Let's draw. Don't be a fool. You're drunk. Not that drunk. I can kill you. I'll be all right again. Now. No! You shouldn't have tried it, Springer. you take this job? I, I had to. Who hired you, Springer? I did, Marshal. I hired me. I, I had to face somebody like you to get my nerve back. Don't you understand? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Didn't work. No. And I paid everything I had for it. It it cost me everything in the world. Springer. Our star, William Conrad. Thank you, George. If you're a filter tip smoker, you should be smoking L&M's. When you try L&M's, the first thing you'll notice is how mild they are, how easy they draw. With L&M's pure white miracle tip, you enjoy all the taste. Try L&M's today. You'll like them.
produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Our story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns by Tom Hanley and Ray Kemper. Featured in the cast were John Daner and Harry Bartell. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. Stop! Start smoking with a smile with Chesterfield. Smiling all the while with Chesterfield. Put a smile in your smoking, just give them a try. Light up a Chesterfield, they satisfy. Put a smile in your smoking by Chesterfield. So smooth, so satisfying. Chesterfield. You'll also enjoy Chesterfield's great radio shows. Perry Como sings all the top tunes on CBS Radio every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Jack Webb stars in Dragnet on Tuesday nights. Check your local listings. Remember, listen again next week for another transcribed story of the Western Frontier when Marshal Matt Dillon, Chester Proudfoot, Doc, and Kitty, together with all the other hard-living citizens of Dodge, will be with you once more. It's America growing west in the 1870s. It's drama. It's gun smoke. Brought to you by L&M Filters. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. to you by L&M Filters. Make today your big red letter day. Change to L&M. So good to your taste. So quick on the draw. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke.
starring William Conrad. The transcribed story of the violence that moved west with young America. And the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man. Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Where this is the lonesomest-looking ranch in the whole state of Kansas, Mr. Dillon. That's no place for a man who likes company, Chester. Three days' ride from Dodge, 150 miles. It'd get me talking to myself. Now, let's drive an old tub Claver a little crazy. Not so crazy. He ain't finally selling out. Yeah, let's leave him here, huh? Mm-hmm. I've an old tup in over a year. Now, he hasn't changed any. And that's what worries me. What do you mean? Well, I'm not sure the old man's competent when it comes to business like selling a ranch. Oh, there he is. Hey, Tup! Hello! Hello! Look at his hair. He must use it for a napkin. That's bear grease, Chester. Yeah. Looks like he ain't washed it since he was a boy. How oh, Tup, how are you, huh? Fit to fight day or night. <laughs> Hello, Tup. Well, I see you're looking sloppy as ever, Chester. I'm looking sloppy. Why, Tup, doggone your old hide. <laughs> never mind, Well, Chester. I'd never be mind. Well, sloppy, but... now that's how I remember him. <laughs> Tup, uh, we've been up on the Republican River. We uh, heard that you're selling your ranch. Yeah, want to buy it? No, 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 no. We just thought we'd stop by and see how you're doing. That's oh, all. I'm doing right good, Marshal. Well, uh, why are you selling, Tup? Oh, I'm tired of being alone. Need help out here, getting old. Yeah. How much are you asking for the place? Ten thousand. And it ain't worth a dollar more. You want it? <laughs> no, I don't want it. Uh, but have you found anybody who's interested? That's why I'm riding to Dodge next week. I'll find somebody. Oh, I wish you'd come see me when you get there. Yeah, maybe I will when I get there. You can buy me a drink, Marshal. <laughs> I'll be glad to, Tup. Well, so long. Bye, Tup. Goodbye. If the ocean was whiskey and I was a duck... I tell you, two of the bars have been drinking all up. Good, Mr. Dillon, ain't that awful? Uh, he's a fine old man, Chester, for all his loose-minded ways. He's half simple. He ain't got a lick of sense. The first fella who comes along is going to rob him blind. No, he isn't, Chester. Not if I can help it. <laughs> Big red letter day, your L and M red letter day. Superior taste and filter, it's the miracle tip. Make today your big red letter day. Change to L and M today. L and M, mmm, so good to your taste. So quick on the draw. Get L and M today. What's the first thing you notice when you light up an L and M? It's that L and M is so good to your taste. Of course, you'll like that rich taste of superior tobaccos. Then you'll notice that you enjoyed that taste with no effort on your part whatsoever. And that's because L&M is so quick on the draw. 
With L&M, flavor comes rich, comes clean, comes easy through the pure white L&M miracle tip. So, make today your big red-letter day. Change to L&M today. L&M, so good to your taste. So quick on the draw. Get L&M today. Yes, make today your big red-letter day. And change to L&M. Sit down, sit down, my boy. Uh, no, thanks, Doc. I had an upsetting last week. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, say, that was a long ride you made. Well, we didn't accomplish much, but we saw an awful lot of country. You know, that's what I like about your job. You get paid whether you accomplish anything or not. You know, you're complaining because you can't collect money off of dead men, Doc. Oh, is that so? Now, you talk easy, man, Dylan. <laughs> you're forgetting how you might get sick. I'm too healthy to worry about having to stay on the good side of you, you all right, now you've done it. Oh, yes. Now, now you're going to have to buy me a drink. <laughs> My pleasure, Doc. Uh, let's go to the Long Branch. Huh? <laughs> I knew if I waited long enough, some conscience-stricken heathen would come along and ask me into a bar. I don't mind, Doc. It's some poor devil you might have to operate on this afternoon that I'm worried about. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Oh, well, now, shall we stand at the bar? Wait a minute, Doc. What? That's Tup Claver sitting over there. Oh, yes. I saw him on the street a while ago. Who's that with him? I don't know, man. Uh, look, Doc, order me a drink, will you? I'll be with you in just a minute. Ah, hello, Tup. Oh, sit down, Marshal, sit down. Hey, uh... Thought you were going to look me up when you got to Dodge. Oh, uh, Marshal, uh, this here's uh, Mr. Wayne Rutman. How do you do, Marshal? Mr. Rutman. He's aiming to buy my ranch. Oh, is that so? Where? Oh, yes. He's from Kansas City. If he wants to see the ranch for him, we'll make a deal, though, Marshal. <laughs> well, I can understand that. You want to see the money, don't you? Well, it's your ID. Well, of course. And you will see it. Two weeks from now, I'll have it deposited in the bank here. Well, it'll only take a week to ride up and see the ranch and come back. No, I want to send for the money first. Why? I ain't going to sell without it get paid anyway. <laughs> Evidence of good faith, Tuff. I want you to know I have the money that I'm ready to buy before I look the ranch over. Yeah, don't make sense to me. Marshal, do you see anything wrong in doing it my way? Oh, I don't see it makes any difference. There you are, Tuff. Yeah. Uh... I'll be going now, and two weeks from today, I'll meet you at the bank. Agreed? Sure, sure, I'll be there. Good. Bye, Marshal. Bye, Mr. Rutman. Ho, ho, dead doe, you never know. My, 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 my. Uh, what? Ho, ho, dead... Never mind, never mind, Marshal. Nice feller, huh? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, where did you run into him? Oh, at the hotel this morning. I told everybody I was selling my ranch, and his eyes lit up, and he bought me a drink. Oh, I got to come to town more often. When do the ladies get here, Marshal? <laughs> you never mind the ladies. <laughs> but I'm going to be rich. Fifteen thousand dollars worth. What? Yep. 
$15,000, Marshal. But you were only asking ten. Well, I told him that. But he said that he's as rich as can be and wants to do right by an old man like me. Now, ain't he a nice fellow, Marshal? Yeah, yeah, maybe. But, uh, I'll be there to find out for sure. Mr. Barkin. Well, come in, Marshal. What can the bank do for you today? Oh, it's been two weeks, Mr. Barkin. I told you I wanted to be here when Rutman and Tup Claver showed up. Oh, of course, of course. But Wayne Rutman's already been here, Marshal. Oh, he has? Mm-hmm. Deposited $15,000 cash, just like that. It's hmm. an awful lot of money. Yeah, I wish there were more businessmen like him around. Well, morning, gentlemen. Mm, here's Tup. Oh, it's you, Marshal. Hello, Tup. Oh, where's Rutman? He said he'd meet you at the stable about noon, Top. He'll be ready to ride up to the ranch with you, and the money's here. Fifteen thousand. It's been deposited. I'll take your word for it, Botkin. If Rutman decides to buy, he'll give you a note for the money. All you'll have to do is come here and collect it. Well, sounds easy. Nothing to it. My, 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 my. Well, I don't see anything wrong with the deal, do you, Mr. Botkin? Certainly not. You're a lucky man, Top. If he decides to buy it. Oh, he'll buy. <laughs> Place looks fine. I just got back this morning. Ah, so that's where you've been. Huh? Riding and dreaming, Marshal. Dreaming the money. <laughs> well, good luck, Tuff. Eh, there ain't no such thing, Marshal. Luck's for fools and sinners. You'll see. Oh, yes, you'll see. If the ocean was whiskey and I was a dog, I'd Ah, hello, Kitty. Oh, Matt. <laughs> What's the matter? Did I scare you? <laughs> I guess we were concentrating pretty hard on those dresses in the window. Uh, Matt, this is Mary Emmett. Now, how do you do, Mary? Hello, Marshal. Mary's an old friend of mine. She's just passing through on her way to Denver. Oh, why don't you stay in Dodge a while, Mary? They got enough pretty girls in Denver. Kitty's told me about you, Marshal. I don't believe a word you say. Oh, well, then I guess you really are old friends. Oh, it's been 15 years, hasn't it, Mary? Ever since New Orleans. Yeah. We were awful young men, weren't we? Well, you grew up pretty fast in that town. Oh, we sure did. What's Chester, Matt? I'd like him to meet Mary, too. Oh, he went in the bank, Kitty. He claimed he had to change some money. Well, I wish I had some money. I'd change it right in his store. Look at that purple dress, Matt. Kitty, you've got a hundred dresses. Well, then I've lost 95 of them. The others are in rags. Well, the one you're wearing looks nice. This thing? Wouldn't look good on a gal from the deep piney wood. <laughs> Kitty, you haven't changed a bit. As long as I've known you've complained about your wardrobe. <laughs> well, I'll stop one day, Mary. When I get a million dollars. Mr. Dillon! That's Chester, Matt. Oh, yeah. Well, look, I, uh, maybe I can join you two later and have a drink with you. Hope huh? you will, Marshal. Okay, we'll do that. Bye. and they're having an awful row in the bank there. Oh, who is? Mr. Botkin and that fellow Rutman. Oh, is Rutman back? Got back this morning, he says, and he wants his money. He's decided not to buy Tops Ranch. Oh, what's the trouble? Well, Mr. Botkin says that... Well, you better ask him. There they are at the teller's window. You keep quiet a minute, Rutman. 
Marshal Dillon, you settle this. What's the trouble, Mr. Botkin? He won't give me my money. That's the trouble. You haven't got any money here. $15,000 is all. Here's your note, Rutman. You signed it. My note? Uh, can I see it a minute, Mr. Botkin? Give whatever money I have in bank to Tup Cleaver. Signed, Wayne Rutman. It's impossible. Well, isn't this your writing, Rutman? Of course it is, Marshal. Tup brought it in two days ago. Two days ago? Now, that's a lie. Three days ago, I left him at his ranch 150 miles from here. Nobody could ride that in one day. Well, somebody's sure lying. He was here, and I gave him the money. Then it's up to the Marshal to get it back. Right now. I'll be waiting at the Dodge House, Marshal. Mr. John. Yeah, what, Justin? I got a idea where old Tup might be at. Well, let's go find him. Make today your big red letter day, your L&M red letter day. Superior taste and filter, it's the miracle tip. Make today your big red letter day, change to L&M today. L&M, mmm, so good to your taste. So quick on the draw. Get L&M today. Talk about good taste. Well, friends, there's plenty of talk about good taste among the people who have changed to L&M cigarettes. That's because L&M is so good to your taste. And L&M is so quick on the draw. Just take an easy puff, and the flavor of a superior cigarette comes rich, comes clean, comes easy. Make today your big red-letter day. Change to L&M today. L&M, mmm, so good to your taste. So quick on the draw. Get L&M today. Yes, make today your big red-letter day, and change to L&M. Sitting right on the porch. What's he doing way out here, Chester? Well, sir, he told me he didn't like the Dodge house and he was going to board here at the Widow Clancy's. Oh? Did he mention that he'd have a shotgun across his lap? Well, now, what's he doing with that? Oh, hello, Marshal, Chester. Come set a spell. Who's the gun for, Tup? Wayne Rutman? Can't never tell, Marshal. Man carrying as much money as I am. No, sir. Uh, Rudman's kind of upset about that money, Tup. He is? Mm-hmm. He wants it back. Wants it back? Well, I don't understand, Marshal. He gave me the note. Yeah, I know. I saw it. Well, is there something wrong with it? No, Mr. Bodkin says it's in his handwriting. Well, then what's the fuss? Marshal, I don't want to do nothing illegal. You know that. You, uh, gave Rutman the deed to your ranch, didn't you? Of course I did. Why else would he be giving me that note for the money? Tup, how did you ride 150 miles in one day? Now, you ain't saying that's illegal, are you? No, it's not illegal, Tup. It's impossible. Uh, uh, Marshal, we ought to get this whole thing straightened out. I think we'd better, Tup. And you tell Wayne Rutman to be at the Long Branch tonight. We'll settle it there. 
I won't be accused of no wrongdoing, Marshal. No, no, not me. Same table where you first made the deal. You stand up on me, Marshal. You make him give me back my money. Well, evening, gentlemen. Sit down. Hello, Top. I uh, I hear you got a complaint, Rutman. What's wrong? I changed my mind. I don't want your ranch. You don't want it. Here's the deed. Now I hand over the money. Oh, but we made a deal. I gave you the deed and... You gave me the note for the money. Well, I said I've changed my mind. No, it's too late, Rutman. You've already bought the ranch. It's yours. $15,000 for that place. Don't be a fool. And I didn't make you pay it. Rutman, don't you tell me something. Top only asked 10000 Now, why did you offer him fifteen? Well, I... Wait, I'll answer that, Marshal. He wanted to make sure I wouldn't sell it to nobody else. He had it all figured out. He rode out to my ranch with me... And we made a deal. I gave him the deed, and he gave me the note. Then he said he had to go on to Hayes City and wouldn't be riding back with me. But I know that he aimed to get back here as fast as he could and draw his money out of the bank before I could get here with his note. That way, he'd have both his money and the ranch. <laughs> he'd get the ranch for free. This whole thing is ridiculous. I'm giving you back your deed, Top. You can have the ranch. I want that money. Wait a minute. Uh, I'll tell you what'll do, Rutman. Now, the ranch is only worth $10,000. Everybody knows that. So I'll buy it back for ten. What? Yep. I've got the money right here. You want it? No, I want the whole fifteen. I had to borrow 10000 of it. I've got to return it within a week. I can't help that, Rutman. The ranch ain't worth more than $10,000, and that's all I'll pay for it. Now, you can take it or leave it. Marshal, are you going to sit there and let him cheat me out of $5,000? Mr. Rutman, you don't have to sell the ranch I've back, got you know. to return that $10,000. there will be trouble if I don't. Bad trouble. Now, well, there it is. Right there on the table. I'm going to go get me a gun. Uh-uh. No, you don't, Rutman. I'll find him when you're not around, Marshal. Hey, Rutman, look over there at that bar. You see them five fellers? What about them? They're mighty good friends of mine, and they're staying right here in town as long as I do in case of any trouble. Huh. Well, looks to me like you're licked, Mr. Rudman. Now, you either pick up the 10000 or the deed, and you get out of here. Now. You'll hear about this, Marshal. Cheating me. I said get going, Rudman. Crooks. Well, he took the money and left the deed, Marshal. I still got my ranch and $5,000 to boot. Top, who are those friends of yours at the bar there? Oh, I'm giving a party tonight, Marshal. You're invited, too. All the drinks are on me. How about why them? Well, they're just fellers I know. They live 30, 40 miles apart, all the way up to my ranch. Oh? When I rode back here to see Rutman's money like he wanted me to... I left a horse at each one of them fellas' place. <laughs> so that's how you made the trip in one day. Huh? A day and a night, Marshal. <laughs> yeah, it's your own Pony Express. Well, I kind of figured maybe I ought to get here before Rutman did. Uh, you kind of figured right, Tuck. Now, Marshal, you know that I'm honest as daylight. 
I always have been. Of course, I do stretch the blanket a little when it's blanket stretching time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Tuck. Why don't we get that party going, huh? Now our star, William Conrad. Thank you, George. Take a tip from the L&M people, the people who have put the pleasure in the filter cigarette smoking. Take the L&M miracle tip, the tip that lets all the flavor of a superior cigarette come rich, come clean, come easy. Once you light up an L&M, you'll understand why we say they're so good to your taste, so quick on the draw. It's the pure white miracle tip that adds so much to your enjoyment. So make today your big red letter day. Change to L&M. Gunsmoke. Produced and directed by Norman MacDonald. Stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Our story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns by Ray Kemper and Bill James. Featured in the cast were Ralph Moody, Harry Bartell, Joe Duval, and Kathy Marlowe. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. During the current year, Boys Clubs of America is celebrating its golden anniversary. Formed in 1906 from a nucleus of some 50 existing boys' clubs, the National Boy Guidance Organization today numbers 435 member clubs from coast to coast, serving more than 450,000 boys. This year, Boys' Club Week will again be known as Operation Juvenile Decency, stressing the theme, Prevent Juvenile Delinquency by Building Juvenile Decency. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because Chesterfield's more perfectly packed. Chesterfield, made by exclusive Accuray, packs more pleasure because it's more perfectly packed. Unlocks all the pleasure of fine tobacco. Chesterfield packs more pleasure because Chesterfield's more perfectly packed. Firm and pleasing to the lips, Chesterfield, mild, yet they satisfy the most. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story of the Western Frontier when Matt Dillon, Chester Proudfoot, Doc, and Kitty, together with all the other hard-living citizens of Dodge, will be with you once more. It's America growing west in the 1870s. It's gun smoke. This part of the podcast is sponsored by Understanding the Bible Made Easy. Are you looking to better understand the Bible? Then look no further than Understanding the Bible Made Easy. This book is the perfect companion for anyone looking to explore the Bible in a comprehensive and easy-to-understand way. 
with clear explanations, helpful tips, this book will help you gain a deeper understanding of the Bible so you can start applying its teachings to your life right away. Get your copy of Understanding the Bible Made Easy from Amazon or check out the link at the top of our show notes. The sun is setting on the Old West and the stories that have brought us together. As we ride off into the horizon, we are filled with nostalgia and a longing for days gone by. The characters and adventures and the lessons we have learned will stay with us forever. So long for now, until we meet again, may the good old days of classic westerns never be forgotten. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.